Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith. He's Derek Terry. Reed Shepard commits to Kentucky, Derek. A huge day for the Kentucky program, for John Calipari, this 2023 class to get jump started, but a huge day for the Shepard family and just uh, everyone who's followed Kentucky basketball for a very long time. Uh, Just a special day. Yeah, I'm sure for a lot of people who uh, maybe it just felt like yesterday they were watching Jeff uh, lead Kentucky to a national championship in 98. Of course, Stacy playing at UK, maybe aging them a little bit to see their son <laughs> uh, commit to Kentucky on Saturday morning. But um, something that, you know, the whole state, I think, if you're a fan of Kentucky basketball, first and foremost, I think you want good players. Um, but it sweetens the deal whenever you get a kid from the state who is – one of the highest ranked in-state players to commit to Kentucky, certainly this Calipari era. Um, I don't know how far back you'd have to go, Sean. I'm, who was the last five-star? Was it like Scotty Hobson? Was he the last five-star player from the state before Reed? I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. Um, and, of course, he didn't go to Kentucky. So you're not only getting a in-state player, and there's you know been few and far in between, Dominique Hawkins, Derek Willis, and, and Dante Allen all on scholarship, but this is a five-star caliber player who – is jump-starting what should be an excellent 2023 recruiting class. Yeah, absolutely. And I told somebody this yesterday, the, the, the takeaway for me today from all this, it's huge for Kentucky. It's huge for Reed. It's huge for that 23 class. But me and you know how big this is for that area too. And Eastern Kentucky and what Reed's going to carry on his shoulder, not just for the next two years as a UK basketball commitment and, and a Sani here a year from now but the next six years that Kentucky and in eastern Kentucky the 13th region now has someone that can kind of carry this torch at Kentucky for the next six years that's just a big thing for the part of the state that we grew up in yeah no doubt about it I mean um you know they play the 13th region tournament at the the arena in Corbin I think that'll probably be packed out from for people who aren't even interested in, you know, kind of the outcome of the game, but just to see a future UK player uh, will go a long way. And, um, you know, I don't know. It's it's high school basketball is so different where, you know, you, you have so many kids who don't really – I mean, a lot of the top kids, like, play at academies and things like that. They don't even really play, like, at a high school. Um, some guys do, but, you know, you go to Amari Bailey. You know, he plays at Sierra Canyon – um Keontae George plays at IMG Academy uh I'm just looking at the list right here Whitehead who's going to Duke he plays at uh, Montverde is that how you say that he's originally from Newark but he plays in Florida Chris Livingston going to Kentucky plays at Oak Hill so you, you see what I'm getting at like a lot of these guys that are highly rated guys don't even kind of have that connection to a high school and Reed growing up in London um playing from what I understand you know that group of kids that all play at North Laurel they've all played together since they were kids so that's pretty neat. Uh, I'll be curious to see if he, you know, I've not heard any kind of reclass thing with him or anything after the season or, or anything like that. Um, but for now, for him, he'll have this out of the way. You know, he'll, he's probably known where he's wanted to go, honestly, since he was a little kid, if he ever got the chance. So it's probably a dream come true for him today. And uh, it's gonna good make- for him and for this coaching and his teammates to just be able to focus on their, on their season now that, that he's got this out of the way. He's going to make millions yeah, I think billions so. of dollars at UK. I actually think that athletes in NIL 
it's still all new to us. You're still seeing guys make a lot of money from this. And, you know, we've seen, you know, football players and, and things like that sign really big deals. I'm telling you, Derek, this is going to be the biggest NIL, like, duo in this era to start because we've, I'm, I'm telling you, Reed Shepard and Kentucky paired together with his parents is going to make so much money that I don't even think it's going to be comparable to what to some others. Like, I think they're going to make – he's going to make that much more given the connection to the state, his roots in the state, his family, the tradition, all of it, Kentucky basketball. I, I said this yesterday. I-75, my entire commute to Lexington, I expect to be Reed Shepard billboards all over <laughs> I-75. London, Kentucky, Mount Vernon. Oh, there's Reed and Berea too. Richmond, just the whole way up. I expect it just to be Reed Shepard. Yeah, I'm with you. I think he'll make a lot. Uh, really no doubt about it. I mean – and is he the biggest name in college sports? No, but it, like how many people, how many stories are out there though with this connection? How many, how many kids are top 20 caliber, five-star caliber that their dad was a final four MVP at a blue blood and their mom was an, an all-time great at a program. You, you don't see that very often in the sport. I mean, you'll see it where parents are great, but then the kid's good enough to, to maybe be a rotational player or something. But this kid is a five-star talent from Eastern Kentucky. You don't see that. No, no, that's, it's one of the most unique uh, recruitments I can remember and, and dynamics, like you're saying with NIL now, I think with that though, it, it brings some added pressure. Uh, I think there's pressure already just to be a, uh, just to kind of follow in the footsteps and, you know, he's going to have, that's the thing, whether, I mean, I think everyone who listens to this podcast has been around long enough to know it's kind of foolish to project a roster two years out. I mean, really one year out, but even two years out. So I don't even know, like, what Kentucky's roster might look like that year. I feel very confident no matter who is on it, though. Reed will be the most discussed player as a freshman. Whether that's right or wrong, I mean, you might have DJ Wagner on that team. You might have the number one player in the country, a potential number one draft pick on that team. I'm telling you, people will care more about Reed. Um so I think just going in, I, I don't even know, like it's like that's that's kind of the hard thing about doing this podcast today here on the day that he commits is just like you don't really it's so far out, we don't really know how he's gonna fit in as a freshman. Yet all those things we just talked about, he's for sure gonna be his face is gonna be everywhere. He's gonna have the biggest crowd at Media Day, whenever it comes to that. Like he's gonna have a lot of attention. And with that, I think comes some pressure. Uh, but I think in this NIL age, there was really no doubt. I mean, maybe. Maybe in a different era, you know, a couple of years ago, if he was solely just focused on basketball, maybe he thinks a little bit longer. But, I mean, he's got a chance to make life-changing money before he's even, you know, legally allowed to buy alcohol. <laughs> so, and I, and I guess uh, tobacco now, I've, apparently you have to be 21 now to buy. I don't know. Really? I don't buy it anyway. I, I think so. I think you do. I, I, don't, I don't ever buy. I've, no, I don't either. Those days were long gone for me. I was definitely 18, though, whenever I was a kid. So, you know, that's just kind of an aside right here. I, <laughs> I don't know if Reed can – Reed's probably not smoking Marlboros anyway, but uh, he'll have a lot of money to buy them, though, that the time comes whenever he's able to. So, I think that's great, though, for – it's just so fun. I think, like, our kids will grow up wondering, like, why were guys never allowed to, like, make money off their yeah. name? Why is it so stupid? And – uh I won't have a good answer for him. I won't I'll just say because that's what the way the rules were. Um, the, way, the way some people today think 
oh, it's ruining college sports. The other, like our kids are going to be like, what? Yeah. You mean college sports? They didn't make money at one point. Like it's just, yeah. it's just all what you're used to seeing. And you now Reed's going to cash in big time. And then, and what does this do for the 23 class? And, and I think this is big because Reed Shepard, the thing for me, Derek, because I, I think we all thought that this would be something that wouldn't happen this soon. Like, I think that we thought senior years probably when a decision would come. Uh, when would Kentucky get involved? But Kentucky getting involved in the summer, and as early as they did, he was their fourth offer. It's not like he was their 14th offer. Mm-hmm. He was the fourth player that they offered. And I think that that alone kind of stands for what it is. And I think that Reed and Jeff and the family looked in and said, all right, this this isn't just because of his last name. Like, no. this is because that he's good enough. And Cal, the first time that he saw him with his own two eyes, he's like, all right, this, this kid's good enough to play for us. And yeah. I, I think that that's why you saw the decision made when it was. I think that the families, when I talked to Jeff back in June and July, he said that they were kind of gathering all the info they could on how the NIL stuff's going to work. I mean, obviously, when, you're, when college players make announcements, now they have to take in NIL into the account for everything. Uh, even though they're not allowed to profit off of it, but you still want to study up on it and put yourself in the best situation to do it. And I just think that everything, the stars aligned, and I think that them getting involved early, and I, they know that they're they know their place. He had taken unofficials and stuff to UK. I just think that he knew where he wanted to go, and why wait? And now the pressure's off. You can, well, some of the pressure's off. I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure when he gets to UK. But now he he walks in every gym now for the next two years. He's going to be the most favorite and most beloved dude in the gym. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, I mean, you would think life is good. Life is good for young Reed Shepard. Uh, did, did confirm you do have to be 21 now uh, as of last year. <laughs> I don't know how the hell that ever came up in this podcast. I, I know I brought it up. but I don't know how I didn't know that. Well, we're not, we're not young anymore, Sean. Not young enough anyway to, for this to have affected us. We've, we're well above that age. So, uh, Reed Shepard, though. Yeah, Reed he might own that whole city by the time he's like 25 uh, down there in London. Plenty of real estate down there to, to buy some stuff. So North Laurel High School, that's where he committed this morning uh, in front of lots and lots of people, Sean. That place was packed out as, uh, you know, you don't invite people like that, though, and then pull a uh, – <laughs> say you're going to Louisville. It's it not how it works. Uh, it's going to be live on WYMT. There's no way. Right, yeah. Yeah, there was no way. There's no way it was gonna be that way. But uh any any predictions you have uh, as to who might be next? 
behind him uh, in this class. Justin Edwards is visiting this weekend. You know, he might get offered. He's a five-star guy. Of course, you know, UK spot with DJ Wagner seems to be good. Um, Robert Dillingham was another guy who it seemed like might actually be the first commitment in that class. I mean, it seems like Dillingham. It seems like this class is it, yeah, I think so too. I don't know when he's gonna announce it, but uh they're they're not gonna have any shortage of guards yeah. though for 2023. Remember when all the reports were coming out like a week or so ago that Kentucky would be getting another five-star guy committed soon? Was it Reed? Or was it Dillingham? Dilly Dilly. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I, that's why I think that Kentucky's getting another. I think that he'll be the next one uh, from where things stand right now. I mean, everything seems to be pointing towards Kentucky. And, man, if you can have – if you can get that quick of a start to 23, wow, like, that's good. That's really good if you can get off to a hot start here and, and get a second one and, and everything. And then you've got him and Reed in your class. That would be a great jump start to that class. Yeah, it would be. I mean – Going back, probably the last thing I have to say about this, I mean, going back to, to what you said about UK evaluating him being the fourth offer in the class, like Cal, I think, is in better graces right now. I mean, last year was just a bad year. Like anything that could have gone wrong did. Um, I think you had people convinced with just how the whole Dante situation played out last year that he wasn't even like going to recruit Reed Shepard, that he wasn't going to be interested that he didn't want to put up with the fans, you know, yelling at him, telling him to play read all the time. I mean, I think that's the most important thing here is that I really don't think Cal would have pursued this as hard if he felt like it was going to be a, a hard situation to deal with. I, I think that's a good testament to read that in Cal's eyes and the coaching staff's eyes, his talent is good enough to where that's not going to be an issue or shouldn't be an issue. Um, so I guess that's all I wanted to say about that is, all the all the scuttlebutt that there was about Jeff not liking Cal, that you know Reed was going to go to Virginia or do something else. It's kind of funny to look at now because he's like still over a year away from signing his own national letter of intent, and he's already he's already committed to UK. So all those things we heard or people might have worried about, it was kind of all for nothing, right? Yeah, it was. And uh, he's a Kentucky Wildcat, and it's going to be big for the 13th region. It's going to be big for the state of Kentucky. Reed Shepard is going to go on tour essentially the next two years yeah. in high school basketball. <laughs> Everywhere he goes, he's going to sign a lot of autographs. He's going to be loved. He's going to be cheered. And I think he's going to enjoy all of it. But you can already see that he's got the NIL thing, NIL thing figured out. The read between the line segments that he's been posting to Twitter and stuff. He he's going to make a lot of money. And I think he's going to have a good career at Kentucky. This is certainly not a kid that's going to come to Kentucky and sit on the bench. I don't think the fans are going to have to scream, play Reed Shepard. I think Reed Shepard is going to be good enough to get his minutes and get his own and do his own thing, Derek. And uh, Kentucky certainly got a good one today. No question about it. We're going to have quite a few episodes coming up. Uh, we'll have, let's see, uh, football preview or mailbags. Yes, mailbags early in the week. we got to get those. So, uh probably do a basketball and football mailbag. So you're listening to this on Saturday, go ahead and send in your questions. Uh, we'll have a review of the New Mexico state football game. that's taking place on Saturday at noon. And uh, we'll even talk a little bit about uh, Kentucky, Ohio. Some other things too. Yeah, yeah. Kentucky, Ohio and, and all that. Like we'll, we'll, re we'll, we'll get to all that stuff and recap everything going into the week. And then we'll do the mailbags. And honestly, probably I'm going to reach out and see if we can get Reed. 
on the show yeah. too, Derek. And I know that's, I've talked to Jeff multiple times over the last couple of years. So we'll, we'll see what we can do about that. But as always, the show is powered by Blue Wire Pods. It's also powered by the Butcher's Pub. You got three locations, Pondville, Williamsburg, and then Reed Shepherd's Town of London, Kentucky. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.